I love when we've got interesting people that we're getting to know. Dr. Conry, just listen to this. So he's a director of the Marriage Clinic, presenter of DSTV Life Solutions. That's on TBN Channel 343. Also pastor of the Kingdom Voice, president of the Tswane Business Forum, founding leader of African Covenant. I don't know when you sleep <laughs> at night. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Conry, hello. How are you doing? Jesus is Lord. Jesus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. How are you? and the listeners doing fine and yeah, fabulous we've yeah. got to introduce you because you've got yeah. a beautiful wife and yeah. a team of children and yeah. grandchildren tell me who you are you've just done it so well i'm born again i love the lord and i think that is what i want to preoccupy my mind with it yes. yeah i am uh, i'm privileged to be a south african in a sense that uh, when you look at the nation it's a nation that is loved by God because of the prayer that is going on and the heart of the body of Christ. Yes. So that's that's one thing. The second thing is that I grew up in Lipompo and I'm now based in Gauteng and I'm with my family here. We're just loving the Lord and saving the nation and uh, and giving love where the opportunity to give love comes, you know. I saw <laughs> that you're building the Christian population when it comes to tra- how many children? Uh, no, I have uh, I have four girls and uh, two boys. You see, but I've all, I've long I've, I've long retired. I've long <laughs> My retired. Goodness. My last born is seventeen, turning to eighteen. So how's so, that possible? So, you so, look so young. <laughs> Yeah, the earlier you start, the better. <laughs> yeah, this thing of starting too late, uh, you you will struggle for too long. Then you're young yeah. when you still want to get exactly. doing kingdom work. Exactly, exactly. And I think my wife must account for that because she's the one. When we started to make a decision that uh, I want to marry her and spend my life with her, I made a mistake. I said, uh, but you know, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a small family person. What do you think? <laughs> she said, no, I need a big family. And I, and I scratched won. my head <laughs> and started to intercede, but uh, my prayer was never answered. But God has <laughs> changed your life. I mean, Amen. from your origins where you came to where yeah. you are today, mm. just give me the short version of exactly where God got you and where he's got you now. Yeah, you see, I am a, I am a, product of a happenstance mm-hmm. yeah um, and i'm going to be blunt with it so that people can understand you know it's very nice to conquer whatever people regard as useless mm. so i'm a product of a happenstance my mother was a a person who desired to have a family uh, she was married and then she left the first marriage because there was a lot of things that were not godly and uh, and uh, she woke up at night, that fateful night, and she found something being happening within the bedroom and the sure. husband, and she ran. And that's how she left. Uh, she told me this. So I'm testifying on behalf of my late mother. So mm. it's wonderful to know. I've engaged with her, and she told me this thing. And I realized that this is grace. I'm a product of grace. And uh, when she left, um, um, and then she she then persisted persisted to look for a possible husband and to start a family my sis- she conceived my sister my sister died and I was conceived and then I'm alive now mm. um, and and the, when I say I'm a product of a happenstance it's because the man with whom she came uh, she came together and consummated was not was not a man of integrity with regard to his intentions and his motives he was just uh, moving around and doing whatever he was doing and yeah. she only discovered that when she was pregnant with me sure 
thank God she never aborted me, you see, because if it was today in South Africa, she would have easily aborted me. People would have pressurized her according to the laws of South Africa and she would have aborted me. But she, she stood the ground, she endured the shame. Uh, in my village, there, there, there was a a gallon or a reservoir of shameful statements that will be spoken against a woman who falls pregnant the way she did. Sure. So when I was born, I endured that because people will also make reference to derogatory statements uh, regarding my, my birth conditions and the yeah. like and that. But it never mattered because to me, everything that happened that time, I just thought this is how life should be. It means... It's normal. It is normal. Mm. It's normal. So I, I never struggled with that. I took note analyze it, understood that, navigated forward, you know, until I'm, I'm where I am now, you know. So so that is the first part of my my development or landing on earth. And from that point, you know, um, I also want to thank the Lord through my mom because then uh, in my village a, there was a culture during my time that when you are the latest kid in the home, when someone gets married, they hand you over to that uh, newlywed woman as a gift to say, should you want to practice how to raise a child? Here's a gift. What? Yeah, should you want to practice how to send a child to and fro? Here's a gift. So I was also handed over to my uncle's wife. And the last born of my mother. <laughs> was that <laughs> so good anyway. or not? Uh, I think on hindsight, it was, um, it was, it was both. You know, because you see, when they hand you over, it's, it it depends on which hands do you fall on. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the negative side is that if you are not falling on the right hands, it could be that you you become a problem to say. But I want to enjoy my marriage, and now I'm given Burdened. a child already. Yeah from the outlook and I think on that note it's fair I mean it's not nice to get married and now you start from a, a particular point where you don't want to but on a positive side I think uh, the relationship between my mom and his younger brother um, worked well for me when I then passed standard 5 then because when I passed standard 5 my biological brother half brother um, uh, said to me uh, now you are you are ready for the work work workplace. I mean, we stand at, at five. Stand at five. Yeah. So, so I and I like again. I just took it that maybe this is how life is about. But for some reasons, I found I found myself looking for my uncle. That that November December situation after passing standard five, and I wrote my uncle a letter. I was in Johannesburg and said, "No, I've just received news from my brother that now I can start working." And I don't have a clue as to what does it mean. And uh, and uh, and then I also discovered that there's a thing called secondary school. There was no guidance okay. with regard to education. So so when I discovered this uh, secondary school and it's a continuation of high school, I said to my uncle, but I, I've just heard that there's this thing and I've just seen a secondary school in our village. I was so much <laughs> focused on one thing. And my uncle responded and said, no, you must go to school. Wonderful. Yeah. So okay. in March this year, that year, uh, when I did my secondary school, my entire life changed to be something that ushered me to where I am now. I started to look for opportunities. So the first opportunity I looked for, I started to work for a local entrepreneur in my village to be a wood chopper. So after school, 
I'll, I'll go to work and then we'll go to the mountain, densely populated mountain by trees and all these bushes to chop wood. You had some work ethic. Yeah, you? so I started, yes. I chopped wood like nobody's business. <laughs> I had friends in the mountain, different forms of snakes, different forms of wasps, different forms of things you can think of and started to know how to navigate these things and begin to relate with these things with understanding. That's why when I studied the life of David, in terms of being a shepherd of the flock of Jesse, I understand that sometimes you can be faced with something unavoidable in your life. But yeah. even in that situation, just accept that God wants you there for that season. Learn as much as you can learn and come out a victor from that kind of situation. So that was the second segment of my, my journey. And that ushered me to working smarter at, at school. And I will then start to see opportunities even at school. There was this thing of bullying of a different kind in our time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I did is I was tall already at high school, tall in terms of height. So I, I used that to my advantage. And then I, I started to sell envelopes and sweets, you know, at standard six already. So, so the beauty is this. By being a salesperson or a business person, I had authority yeah. over the high school because then I created employment. So what did I do? The, the guys who were, who were unruly at school, I employed them to be my salesperson. So you that see, we, that's we, clever. So that we could study, you <laughs> see. So during study time, they were selling and they were earning on commission. Yeah. So I kept them busy while I'm studying, <laughs> you see. So that was my set, third segment. And I think I started to appreciate the value of uh, being faithful with small things without knowing the word of God, without knowing God. But I just, I just, uh, on hindsight, I realized, no, I was, I was navigated by, by something bigger than my own family mm. situation. And my grandmother as well taught me certain principles and then move forward. So I grew up starting to appreciate the value of another human being in another one's life, you know, and also the, the importance of open mindedness, approaching people without judgment, approaching people without preconceived conclusions, and uh, and not also depending on ESA, but r trying your best to reach out to a person until you get the actual factual story about the person. And I enjoyed it when I was doing my PhD. I discovered that the best way to get a PhD is to study until you get the original facts, you see? And you don't copycat and, and try to seek, uh, I mean, succumb, circumvent things. Yeah. And you go for facts. And the life. So that is the life I've been leading from high school, you see. It's like God was involved with every I can tell step you, of I your can life. tell you, I can Thanks. tell you. When you speak like that, you remind me of the fact that at one stage, I think between the ages of um, three and seven, I just don't remember the exact time, my grandmother traveled with me to Alexander in Johannesburg. When we arrived at Park Station, uh, because we were using a train, navigation by God, God can escape you from things that are very deadly. So, so by being tall, I was sitting on the next to the window. So I'm seeing people as the train uh, starts to stop, and I'm looking at where we're going. So I'm seeing people starting to come to the platform. They're getting to the train before it stops. Others are getting out, and I'm thinking this is how life is about. So I leave my grandmother. <laughs> I'm also practicing how to get out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> as quick as possible. So I fell into the platform. Sure. Um, I fell into the platform. And I was rescued by a security uh, official or a security guard that day, you know. And uh, 
and 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 I started to also value that everybody who's at any workstation as we speak now don't undermine that kind of a person. Mm. They are their boss at that in on that spot and they can rescue you even if you are an executive of a company or whatever don't underestimate anybody you come across you might need status help. status sometimes will not help you you need human hands to rescue you from circumstances that you least expect so that was another segment and then fast forward um uh, my 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 grandmother took me to alexander as well i i I been when you talk about this bus, bucket system where there were no toilets mm. I also tasted the space uh, mm. during that time where we'll be in a particular house and then there is this system but you were not supposed to laugh when people come and collect that it was a rule you were not supposed to laugh yeah a lot of respect and it? and my mm. grandmother taught me while this thing was happening and say you don't have to laugh and I discovered that when you are told don't do this you got that's what you will do. <laughs> so so even when you teach the gospel today, I'm realizing it is important not to focus on do not, do not, do not. Teach people what they should do. Tell people You're what right. they should do. I mean, right. when you keep on saying do not, you are filling up the memory disk of people's minds with fear. You see, by the time you want to tell them do this, there's no more space in the memory disk. And now, and, and they cannot conceive that any longer because they are so much used to don't 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 no, don't right. don't yeah so the Doesn't gospel matter. of jesus christ for me it's 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 marvelous because jesus christ teaches you what you should do he says be the light be the salt he does not say you must not be darkness he says be the light be the salt you know love you know uh, act like this so 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 we are on the move as the body of Christ, as believers. If you want to enjoy Christianity, don't learn what not to do. Learn what to do and do it as much as possible such that such that the 24 hour of the day is so much frustrated about you that there's no time for you to rest on what you should not do. Keep on doing what you should do. And that's that's how my life segments have taught me. Fast forward, I mean... Uh, when hold I was, on, hold on. Yes. We got three minutes left mm. and I have to find out mm. how did you get saved? Yeah, I mean, I got saved because um, when, when, uh, in fact, I loved God like nobody's business. I hated filthiness. Okay. Yeah. So I started to study the word of God until I found John chapter 3, verse 16. I found it myself. And I also was not fascinated by verse 16. I was fascinated by verse 17. When it says, Jesus came not to condemn us. But to save us. Then I studied salvation, what it means. And I discovered that when you have Jesus Christ, you've got the word of God. And when you have the word of God, you've got direction. You must just practice that. And I began to pray and surrendered my life to the Lord and took Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. The rest is totally history. I can see it in your face. I can see it. I'm hoping you checking this guy out on YouTube and on Facebook that you can see in his face. You've yeah. got two minutes. Yeah. I want to ask you. Mm. I mean, you're involved with such a lot. You've got a lot of influence already. Yeah. But I give you 400,000 people. Yeah. Speak to this country. What's the one thing if they could just know this that'll actually help in their lives? Do me a favor. Let us get back South Africa into the hand of God and make God the governor of South Africa, and we become his workers. If you are not having the energy and the courage to do that,
just bring it to myself. Give me a, a charge and say, let me stand and be that person who can facilitate our dreams to take South Africa back to God. Because without us taking South Africa back to God, South Africa will be in the hands of Satan. And when Satan is in charge, we are having pain. Mm. When God is in charge, there is peace, joy, and righteousness. So that is the appeal I'm making to South Africans. If you don't know how to do that, give me a call at 0825603900. <laughs> Let us take South Africa on, back to on. God. Go slower. 082? 082-560-3900. That's my WhatsApp line, my direct line. Give me a call. Let's take South Africa back to God. We cannot surrender South Africa into the hands of the enemy who will regret being Christians. You're right. Mm. I'm going to post that for you on Facebook. Yeah. On the social media, wherever this was was um, streamed. In any case, we're going to put the number there. Also, that um, your 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 program, Life Solutions on TBN. If people mm. want to follow that, you say you're on YouTube yes. as well. How do yes. people follow you? Yeah, just Google Doctor Convy on TBN. It will give you. So far, we have done 33 episodes. All of them, I'm getting feedback from the people saying it's life changing. So go and test it for yourself and give me feedback and then we'll move forward. If you want to feature with me on TV, just let me know and then I'll interview you. We go and do that. The more, the merrier. (laughs) Love this one. 082-560-3900. You have got an open invitation.